glad I checked that because I had to go back and re-record everything I just recorded because my microphone was very too loud. Thanks for listening to, this is episode 145. Um, hard to believe there's only five episodes left to get to 150. I listen to a lot of podcasts and sometimes they'll hit like a big milestone and they'll be like, oh yeah, by the way, this was the 300th episode. And I'm like, no way, man. You need to celebrate that shit. You work hard on on your show. You need to, uh, you know, make it a bigger deal. I know we celebrate at Milestones. We did it 50, a little bit, 75. Did a big thing for 100. Uh, we did an in-store appearance for our 100th episode special. And we even did the Road to Run 100 for like 190 through 100. I mean, 90, 90 through 100, excuse me. And all the shows were centered around the, you know, it being the 100th. And the way everything's lining up right now, it looks like our 150th episode's going to come out oh, at the end of the year. So there might be a, a New Year's element tied to it, depending on exactly how that works out. I'm not sure how many episodes we're going to get in this month. I mean, we just released one, and I'm doing one right now. And as I sit here and speak, it's October the 7th. This will probably come out next week, though. Shield Bud will probably be hearing it. I don't know. Whenever I get done editing. But what I wanted to kind of do this episode... Well, before I get into that, this post-it note is telling me to tell you to call our voicemail line, 662-767-4487. That's a new number. And um, nobody's going to answer that. It's just going to go to a voicemail, and you're going to talk, and all messages are subject to editing, and they could be on the air. And uh, right now, what I need you to call and tell us on the voicemail line is your top ten movies that scared you the most and why. Uh, Every year around Halloween, we do lists, and we've already read some on episode 144. Probably not going to do any on this one. We're doing something a little bit different tonight. Um, but on the rest of the Halloween episodes, we'll be reading off people's lists on the air. Also, uh, it says plug Patreon, like, and subscribe, all that good stuff. So anyway, I had the idea to do this. Um, I I had the idea to do this even before October got here. I got to thinking, like, we've done some really cool stuff around Halloween, and I want to kind of, like go back and for the ones that didn't join us at number one and follow us through the whole journey you you know every episode's a jumping on point for this show there's not really you don't have to start at episode one I know some people a a lot of our listeners have started listening and then went back at number one and worked their way back up which that's cool and the number the numbers show that definitely because the older episodes have like way more way more listens than our, our newer ones. But at any rate, uh, I want to kind of go through and recap all the things we've done in Halloween, Halloween's previously, and, you know, slightly elaborate on each one. And if you've already heard all the episodes, you know, it's going to be as much of a reminder for me as it is for you. I think it'd be fun to do this. Shout out to Kella for helping me put this list together. I'm using that and, uh, I'm also just going to go to, uh, I went to realpopculture.com. 
that's a landing page for our main Potomatic site. And all of our episodes are on there. Right now, they're all on there. Pretty soon, some of them will be archived over to our Patreon. Which you need to go to patreon.com slash realpopculture and check out our Patreon page. It's got some... Um, New, it's got content out there now, and one one episode that I'm working on in conjunction with 150 coming out is I'm going to do something similar to this, but for every episode, 1 through 150. Of course, I want to elaborate as much because it would be a four-hour show, but I'm just going to recap everything we've done, everything, and that's going to be a Patreon exclusive to coincide with our 150th episode. So... I got. I totally stole this from the Stephen DC radio show. I used to listen to them when I was driving to school. Like even when I was in college, I had a long commute, and I would listen to them. You know, every every station had its own morning show, and um, the one I listened to on the local radio station was Stephen DC. And every year at Halloween, they would do a live a live broadcast from a haunted location. Like they knew about a haunted house or. A, Haunted Factory. Uh, of course, them being a nationally syndicated big-time radio show, they had had access to more places than, than we do as a lowly podcast. But we still, nonetheless, have done some really cool stuff. And, you know, like I've always said, I, f- I look like, I feel like all of October is Halloween. Not just the 31st, but the 1st and all the way up to it. Love the time of year. I love the weather changing. I, li- I, I pretty much... I watch scary movies all October long. I'll go back and watch old horror movies. I watch newer ones. Um, and it's not that I won't watch them the rest of the year, but I kind of don't much. Not that I wouldn't. I just kind of save it for that because it makes it more special. But if one comes up that I want to see throughout the year, of course I'll watch it. But mainly if I'm watching a horror movie, it's in October because that's all I watch in October. Um... So, I had the idea to do Halloween stuff in the month of October, even before the show began. That was like my first thought, was like to do like Stephen DC used to do. And just do really cool shit around Halloween, related to the paranormal and the weird and, and all of that. But the podcast started in oh, March 23rd, was episode one. And that was a Rural Festival special, one of two, two specials. So, we had a long... A long stretch to wait, and uh, let me see here. Looks like our first Halloween episode ever was October the seventh, two thousand fifteen, um, and that was Doctor Allen. That's cool because uh, Doctor Allen Brown wrote Ghosts Along the Mississippi River and like twenty something other paranormal related books, and. Um, and that's cool because I just got an email back from him. He's going to be on the show again this month. So it'll be his third appearance total. I didn't realize that he was the first ever person that we interviewed for October stuff. But uh, he's written a bunch, of, like I said, over 20 books. Uh, you can go to his Amazon page, and there's a lot there. And I'll be telling you about his website and stuff like that when we have him on. Don't be surprised if it's next episode or the next. It'll be this month. Next one was October the 14th. Uh, I missed one. Oh, maybe we had... Let me go back. 
Causing myself a lot of editing problems here. Okay, so there was two interviews on episode 27, which was October the 7th. We, do- we talked to Dr. Alan Brown and part one of a two-part interview with the Deep South Paranormal Society. So then the next one, I'm having to jump between pages here and my internet's slow. You can not hear me scrolling my mouse. was October the 14th, yeah, part two of the interview with the Deep South Paranormal Team. Uh, had an uh, exclusive inter- phone interview with author Barbara Sillery, who wrote The Haunting of Mississippi, uh, along with a, a lot of other things. She talked about a lot of her other books. I think they were all paranormal-related and had a really good conversation with her. I remember particularly going back not all that long ago and listening to that interview and thinking, huh, that wasn't bad for me being early on in my interviewing and this first month, we really came out swinging because the whole month we were leading up to um, our visit to the Gulf Ordnance Plant. The Gulf Ordnance Plant is a old World War II bomb factory that's been shut down, obviously, since the war was over. And um, it's mostly in ruins, but there's a couple of buildings left standing. And it's if you live in the North Mississippi area, you've probably heard about how haunted it is. And we took generators and laptops and microphones and... Uh, we had uh, the Deep South Paranormal Society. I think that was still their name then. And uh, they had their paranormal equipment set up. We had our podcast equipment set up. And it was great, but I'm jumping ahead. Anyway, we were every episode we were doing uh, promo to like lead up to that being like the, the big finale. And I even made a commercial for that. And if I can find it, I'll play it for you right now because I think that was a cool commercial what's up everybody Halloween is almost here and Kill Pop Culture has an awesome treat in store for you we're going to be broadcasting live from an old World War II bomb factory that is said to be extremely haunted. This place has been written about in books, it's been on paranormal TV shows, it's been the hot spot for numerous paranormal investigations and, and sightings, and we're going to be all up in it. And we're going to be bringing the whole thing to you live on SoundCloud. That's right, Friday, October 30th, Halloween Eve at 8 o'clock p.m., you'll be able to go to SoundCloud.com slash Kill Pop Culture. Not to be mistaken for the normal way that you might listen to Kill Pop Culture, which would probably be through iTunes or the Podomatic app or straight from the Podomatic site. This is on our SoundCloud account. We had to change things up a little bit because we're bringing it to you live and we had to do things a little bit differently. So be aware of the change that this is actually on our SoundCloud account, not on Podomatic where you would normally listen to us. And never fear, if you do happen to miss the live broadcast, it's not going away. It'll still be out there on our SoundCloud account indefinitely if you want to go back and listen to it later. We'll have the links up for it on our Facebook and Twitter. Follow us at KillPopC. You'll be able to listen to the whole thing as it unfolds. We'll be joined by our good friends from the Deep South Paranormal Society. They'll be doing on-site investigations, taking readings. They'll have all their fancy equipment set up, hoping to capture some sort of paranormal encounter. And if they do, you'll be hearing it as it happens. Be sure to go to soundcloud.com slash killpopculture. Be ready to tune in at 8 o'clock p.m. Halloween Eve, October 30th. The show will be uploaded in segments. And each time we put up a new segment, we'll tweet about it and we'll Facebook about it. Check it out.
The next one was October the 21st, 2015. Um, oh, this was a good one. We did this at the Amory Museum and Sanatorium. Um, the old Amory Hospital was turned into a sanatorium and then later turned into what is now the museum. And there's been, you know, a lot of ghost hunts there, a lot of stories about people have seen things and heard things and captured pictures and a bunch of crazy paranormal activity. So we went and set up there while they were doing, um, they were doing ghost tours while we were there. We set up like in a gift shop or something and, and did a broadcast. So that was really cool. And then next was October the 28th. Uh, this is where we went to, th uh, uh three-legged three lady road. That's not the actual name of the road, but supposedly uh, there's this road in in Columbus, it's, it's like out, way out. But there's this, this legend that the three-legged la three lady, I can't say that, will chase you down the road. And there's been, people have even said that she pushed their car. Uh, one person said they ran off in a ditch. There's also a cemetery out there. I forget how it goes. I think you're supposed to turn your headlights off. And she starts chasing you at the cemetery. And then she stops like at the church on down the road. And that cemetery is like really old and spooky. And we went and did uh, what they call Maglite session at the cemetery. And it was really freaky because, you know, they twist the Maglite to where it's barely on, barely off. And they sit it, like they set it on actual old headstone. It was so old you couldn't even read the, the words on it. But... I remember they asked it, and we've got video. If somebody has video of this somewhere, um, we uh, Thorn, Jeremy Thorn, from the Paranormal Society, he was talking to it, and he said, "If you want us to leave, turn the light off," and it turned off instantly. And uh, then he was like, "Okay, just to be clear, you want us to leave? If you do, turn the light back on." And then it turned back on, and. Uh, I think he even did it one more time. I know he did it too because we got we got a, somebody recorded with their cell phone, and you hear our reaction because like, oh, are you sure he wants to leave? If 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 you tell us one more time to leave, we'll leave, and then the light turns back off. And we're like, whoa, it's pretty crazy. Oh, could have been coincidence that that's when the light was flickering, but the timing was impeccable. And then uh, not far from there is a place called uh, Armstrong Railroad Crossing. And uh, out there, you're supposed to be able to see a light from a lantern, like a guy that got ran over by the train, and he's still walking up and down the tracks, and you can see his lantern sometimes. Uh, we didn't see it. We, we, we did see a light, but it turned out it was a light from a crossing on down the uh, tracks there. So, And then after that, we went to Huddle House, no, Waffle House. And I'm pretty sure I had the uh, the all-star breakfast, which I call the Fat Man Special. I'm sure you're really glad to know that. The next one was the finale at the Ordnance Plant. But it actually aired in November. What the plan was, was like Stephen D.C. used to do, they would broadcast live, and they had the money and the equipment to do so. Obviously, at an old World War II bomb factory, they're not going to have good Wi-Fi at or Wi-Fi at all. And so I bought this uh, this hotspot. This is back before you could do hotspot on your phone. And uh, it was a cellular data hotspot. And I was like, let's try to do it live. Instead of just recording it and then bringing it home and editing it, I want that the feeling of like the listeners, they're there, they're there with us, sort of. 
it's happening to them the same time it's happening to us. So we, we did sort of a version of that. Go we, On the commercial, it says to go to our SoundCloud account, which is still out there, I think. And we would upload segments as we go, like bits and pieces of the show. And then later on, put them all together in one show on our, where all the other shows are on Podomatic, like they are now. And uh problem is, it was a big waste of money to get that hotspot because I only had one bar of cellular data, so therefore... You know, you still got a broken connection to the internet. And we got a couple of segments uploaded, but it didn't go like I wanted to go. So we still got the show, though, and it's still out there. It aired actually on Potomatic in its entirety November the 24th. So we spilled on over into the next month that year. All right, let me find 2016. Alright, this year, 2016, is when I started using custom images here and there for for every show. I do it for every show now, but used to, I just used a generic real pop culture logo. But now, I make a custom image for each episode that's usually relevant to, like, the, all, the, all this month will be Halloween themed. Like, I used part of the cover from the original Halloween movie for episode 144. Um, I don't know what I'm using for 145 yet, because I haven't finished it. Uh, so, September the 8th, we started early. Um, September the 8th, 2016, it says, in preparation for our Halloween shows in October, we do a walk through the old Athens jailhouse. We talk about Hot Sauce Delta Fan Fest, and that's so sick fest. Yeah, that's probably right before we did Delta Fan Fest, I guess. Oh, yeah, because then the next episode was Delta Fan Fest Part 1. That was a con that we went to. And then there was Delta Fan Fest Part 2. That was also in December. I mean, uh, September. On October 6, 2016, we had Stephen Yates on here. Uh, he was promoting the That's So Sick Fest. That was a music festival that Killjoy played. And, uh, yeah, we talked to him. And then that was part one of our interview with Shannon, Shannon Byers of Timeless Paranormal. Yeah, we had a long talk with Shannon, and we had to split it up into two parts. And then on the next episode... Episode 56 was October 14th, 2016. We went live to the Lyric Theater in Tupelo and did a walkthrough uh, with one of the curators and then part two of the Shannon Byer video. So that was that was really cool, doing that walkthrough. And that's the one where people claim to have heard uh, a voice in the background of somebody that wasn't there. Um, next one, October 28th, 2016, Dr. Brown returns for his second time to talk about his new book at the time, Ghosts, uh, Ghost of Mississippi's Golden Triangle. Uh, then the episode after that was our vi big visit to the Athens jailhouse. Is that when I talked to, yeah, that's why, I, uh, not only do we go and record some there, but I had a meeting with Miss Harlow of the Monroe County Historical Society and we got the history of the Athens jailhouse. She wasn't so much into the paranormal, but man, is she knowledgeable about the history of a lot of places like that around here. 
And then we took a break. We didn't do a, <laughs> we didn't do another episode till January. Now this next one isn't part of October because HorrorCon was in July. But definitely worth mentioning, man. Definitely listen to those HorrorCon episodes. I had such a good time doing that. We got to interview uh, John Anderson from Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Michael Berryman. Well, in, in HorrorCon episode one, I think there was two, maybe three. Yeah, we talked to Michael Berryman and John Anderson on that one. Then on part two... Oh, it was three episodes. On part two of that, we talked to uh, local filmmaker Dustin Edmondson. Dustin Edmondson about his movie Slender. He made a movie about Slender Man that's, I think, still on YouTube, and I'm actually in it. Um, there is a scene where they go to an insane asylum, and very befitting, they put Killjoy, uh, the whole band, in as inmates in the asylum. So I don't have a speaking part, but you definitely see me. We also talked to Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, he's a Five Nights at Freddy's voice actor, Andy Field. Um, you gamers know Five Nights at Freddy's is, is a popular like horror game. Uh, talked to Bill Mosley. Um, he needs no introduction. House of Thousand Corpses, Del- Devil's Rejects, Chainsaw Massacre, and then in part three of HorrorCon, we talked to Bar- Barney Harris. The they're the ones that put it on. The Tupelo Haunted Castle. Uh, talked to Matthew Ashley, and we talked to Leatherface himself, uh, R. A. Mihailov. He was Leatherface in Texas Chainsaw Massacre Three. So those weren't Hall- Halloween episodes, but but they were. You know what I mean? Yeah, you do. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Uh, I was going to throw out an interesting fact as I as I scroll through all the episodes here. Episode. Number 85 was in December of 2015. was our last episode with the name Kill Pop Culture. The next episode, we were called Real Pop Culture. Not Halloween related, but... And I also want to throw in, you know, I was talking about the Road to 100. There were some really cool graphics for those episodes. The, the episode title image. And then we get to 100 on October the 9th. So we kicked off that Halloween season. That's right, because we did the big in-store thing. We got to talk to Lynn, uh, the Twisted Southern Horror Queen herself, uh, Lynn Gibson, about her books. And we talked about, we started talking about Paranormal then because it was October. So that was the 1st of 2018. It aired October 9th. Then... Episode 101 came out October the 19th. Uh, we had we had a phone interview with number one Amazon bestseller author Sydney Fisher. She tells us about her books, uh, Haunted History Tours, and uh, that's when we started the lists. I think that year's when we started getting our listeners to send in their favorite horror movies, and we would read them on the air. October the 29th. Oh yeah, that was a cool episode because I wanted to talk about real life boogeyman, and I had my buddy Barry Poole on the show, and we talked about serial killers. Uh, that was really good because he he reads a lot of true crime novels, and he's real knowledgeable about facts and stuff about serial killers. And we talked about some of the classic, you know, serial killers, and talked about real life monsters 
instead of the fictional ones. And we also talked about how we talk about how the real life serial killers influence or are influenced by what comes out in fiction. Like obviously Ed Gain was a big influencer in the horror music horror movie business. For our third Halloween episode. Oh, that was our third. We did something else on that show. We still we did some more lists on that episode. Then yes, episode one oh three. We finally make it to, to Waverly Manor. I remember again going back before this show even existed, I wanted to do scary stuff, go to scary places, places that are haunted. And the most famously haunted place around here where we live is the Waverly Mansion. And uh, I toured it when I was a kid, and um, Mrs. Snow was still alive. And she did the tour, and then now we got went back and did it again. And allegedly Mrs. Snow is one of the spirits that haunts the place. We didn't catch her. Uh, I mean, we took a lot of pictures. I had a great interview with the curator. Is that how you say it? The caretaker? The care... The person that takes care of the place? Is that a curator? Curator? A Keurig? We talked to the Keurig about making some coffee. And uh, had a great interview with him. He was super cool. And uh, learned a lot about the history. Um, he told us about what he had heard about ghost stuff. But he said he'd never seen anything or heard anything. But he he's talked to a lot of people that say they have. And, well, when we went, when I was a kid, Mrs. Snow would tell us, you know, about about the little girl that she would talk to in there. And then there was the cemetery across the street that we visited and uh, looked around down there and stuff and had a good good trip going out to Waverly Mansion. I was really, really glad to finally get that on the show. And that was it. The next one was into November and we were doing Walking Dead stuff. Looks like in September of 2019, we did an episode about It Chapter 2. That's not really a Halloween show, but, you know. Oh, and in June, uh, June 26, 2019, we interviewed uh, Jason Brooks. Again, not a Halloween show, but, I mean, he did play Jason in Friday the 13th Vengeance, so that's cool. Did I miss... Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going the wrong way. Okay, I was just making sure. That was the last one of 2018 so let's go to 2019 shall we yeah 123 is when we did the thing about it that was in September we did an episode in October the 7th 2019 but in the description I don't see anything I know we talked I mean we talked about stuff we normally talk about I'm sure paranormal stuff was mentioned because it was in October, but sometimes my uh, the show description is pretty vague, depending on how tired I am and how uncreative I'm feeling. But the next one was oh, this was a good one. We do a rundown of list of top underrated horror movies. It's just the cast of of us sitting around talking about horror movies, basically. That's that's got a cool show image on it. Uh, the next one just says, uh, Happy Halloween, episode 126, Horror, The Unexplained, and much, much more. I don't remember that one exactly. 
And it wasn't that long ago. It's been a weird year. So is that it? Yeah, that takes us to this Halloween. No, this is 2020. Okay, sorry about that. I had to take a break because I had to pull up my list that Kelly made for me. And evidently, because I felt like I was missing something. It looks like I skipped an entire year. Because uh, the way I'm looking on the website, it's... Uh, you, you have to scroll. The, they make the, the things real big and you have to scroll up and down. And my internet sucks and there's lag. and Yeah, I skipped a whole year. And that year would have been 2017. And that was a great year. So I'm glad I pulled my notes up and looked. Uh, October the 5th, 2017, we had an interview with Shadow, the Shadow Stalkers Paranormal that was our longtime uh, sponsor. Uh, we made a lot of announcements about the forthcoming stuff that we're going to be doing that year. Then into episode 80 was October 12th, 2017. We had the Prism Paranormal Group in the studio talking about their pub public event they had coming up. Uh, we bring back an old segment that we haven't done in a while. We make a huge Halloween Halloween season announcement. I think, uh, I think when the Prism Paranormal Group came, they played us an EVP that they had recorded that was really freaky, and I think we played it on the show. If I'm not mistaken, we may not have. Uh, then October twenty seventh, two thousand seventeen. Oh. Uh, we're getting ready for our trip to the Greg Hamilton house. We did a walkthrough and interview with the owner. Had a really good time doing that. Uh, but on that episode, we talked to a former resident over the phone. And we discussed like the history of what we researched about the Greg Hamilton house. Then the next one on location, that actually came out November the 1st, 2017. Uh, that's when we did the walkthrough. Uh, with the owner and Tracy was her name. She's really hospitable, very nice, very fun to talk to her. And we still kind of stay in touch a little bit on, like, social media and stuff. Um, oh, and that was, uh, we got an EVP unintentionally on the on that episode. I remember I was walking up the stairs, and Jerm was with me, and he was a ways in front of me. In fact, you can hear him say something and it kind of echoes you can kind of tell he's not you know right there with me he had gone on ahead and I, I was just getting to the top of the stairs which by the way they say they've seen things uh, on the stairs before uh somebody said hey and i was the only one uh, tracy was downstairs and just letting us you know do a walkthrough and we were the only three people in the house at the time and you know she was downstairs and germ was in front of me but you can clearly hear somebody say, hey. And I remember, I didn't hear it w when it happened. But when I was doing the editing, I was like, whoa. That was an eerie feeling, I'm going to tell you. But, uh, yeah, I was kind of freaked out by that. The next episode, again, this is in November, but it's certainly worth mentioning when talking about Halloween. We have uh, over on the phone interview with C.J. Graham, a.k.a. Jason Voorhees. From my favorite Friday the 13th movie of all time, Part 6, Jason Lives. That's a that's a really cool graphic I did for that show. Because I found the Friday the 13th font. And I basically have the cover of Jason Lives. 
and in the font where it says Friday the 13th, it says Kill Pop Culture Podcast, then episode, blah, 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 and then at the bottom, it's basically set up like the like the DVD cover, but it's with the information about the show. I thought it was cool. Okay, I'm a nerd. Whatever. So, okay, that's the one that I skipped. This is going to be a nightmare to edit, but hey, it's my fault. Yeah, because the the next one I skipped to is where we did uh, L. Cindy Fisher, the Haunted History Tour. We talk about serial, serial killers. Uh, we did the Waverly Mansion. Then you skip ahead to present day. No, no, no. Yeah, uh, episode 103 was Waverly Mansion. 125 was uh, we just do lists. And one twenty episode 126 was we just talk Halloween stuff. Was that it? So there's been 19 Halloween episodes, unless you count last episode, which is 144. I encourage you to go listen to it. We talk a lot about Jason, and we talk about, uh, we do some lists there too. Which, by the way, again, send us your list. Top 10 movies that scared you the most and why. doesn't even have to be um, a horror movie. If it scared you, put it on there and tell us why. And it, it doesn't necessarily, like, we're not asking you your, your top 10 favorite horror movies. You may have hated it, but if it scared you... Matter of fact, if it scared you really bad, you may not like it. So that's a list of everything we've done previously on Real Pop Culture for Halloween. And I know you're wondering, well, what's next? What's the future going to bring? Well, like I said earlier, uh, I've already lined it up with Dr. Brown. He's going to be back on the show talking about... He was talking about like when he was in quarantine, he had a lot of time to work on writing. And he's released like three or four books well, like on the last month. Sorry, I had to back up from the mic. I realized I was so too loud. Um, and there's there's a big thing in the works right now for this month. And I'm still scared to announce it because it's not final. The finalization isn't finalized. I'm finalizing it. Uh, there is a haunted tour that we're going to do. We'll tell you more about next episode. Uh, if this thing comes through that we're trying to book. And uh, I may save this for tomorrow. So you may hear an announcement in the outro of this. Because I'll know, I should know t- tomorrow, I should have confirming confirmation with redundancy. And, you know, what else could the future hold is you sending us your list and us reading them. If you want to be anonymous, you can. If you don't want to uh, call the voice of my line, you can go, uh, you can email us, popculture for real. that's the number four real at gmail.com. Um, you can send it to us on social media, Facebook, Messenger, whatever. We want to hear about it. And uh, if you have any suggestions for places for us to visit, you know, we don't mind traveling a little bit. We live in the southeast area, but um, we will travel a little bit. Well, we might be traveling a little bit here in a couple weeks if everything works out right. Uh so don't go anywhere. I'm going to do a, an outro for this probably tomorrow so I can maybe make that announcement. Yeah, I'll be back in some form. And we're in the red. Um, for the listeners, only moments have passed since I did that first segment. But um, for uh, for us, it's been two days <laughs> And I think I said I'd be right back, if I'm not mistaken. So, I lied. I'm sorry. Well, you're technically right back for them. I think I turned myself down too much. Uh, I, I, I have too. to apologize for the audio quality in that first segment. We have new equipment. 
and it works a lot better than our old equipment in that it picks everything up a lot better. And I even I even recorded like five minutes in the wave files. You can just tell by looking at them on the computer that something wasn't right. So I went back and listened, deleted everything I did, turned it down by half, and it was still too loud. So all those spots where it got kind of fuzzy, like I, I turned it way down in editing, but where it clipped and peaked out, there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. It, it just sounds bad. But this one's slowly working out the kinks in this new system. Yeah, we got a whole new interface as we talked about last episode. Uh, but I like it. It's it's a lot better. I do too. It's a lot more functional. Yeah, like I've got knobs right here I can use to control things. Knobs are good. Knobs are cool, man. Knobs are cool. I don't know. I I, I, I changed my mind. I think I do want to listen to this to be sure. All right, so we're about to do a couple of lists. Um yours and clint's i'm fixing to go grill and i'm going to turn it over to clint here in a minute that's kind people of funny are, people are tired of hearing instead people, of me normally <laughs> yeah people are tired of hearing me talk so i'm gonna be gone for a little bit all right come on clintard um we're gonna watch a scary movie tonight after we're done doing this i think i'm gonna we figured I, out what we're gonna watch yet i think i'm gonna give y'all a, a choice of like three movies and whatever everybody decides did i tell you what happened the other day no um, this is a funny story. Oh, um, I was I was wanting to watch Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two, but Alicia didn't seem enthused about that. There's a a, uh, a movie Sean recommended I watch called uh, Darkness Falls. Darkness Falls. It's about the Tooth Fairy. It's really good. Either that, it's kind of scary uh, too. That or y'all were just talking about uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, and I haven't seen that in a long time, so now I want to watch it. So one of those three would be fine with me. Yeah, I'm fine with whatever. I'll probably end up going to sleep. Um, oh, I got to tell you what happened the other day. This is kind of funny. Uh, me and Alicia was going to watch a scary movie, and I was like, "All right, we'll pick us something out," and I've got to run to the store real quick. Well, I'll come back, and she's like, "All right, I got two pulled up to for you to pick." One of them she had pulled up on Netflix, and one of them was on HBO Max. And she had them, you know, pulled up and paused. We winded up watching Gothica. I had never seen it. But I think she had, yeah, she had seen it a long time ago. I don't really ago. consider Gothica a horror movie, though. Uh, it's more of a psychological She was possessed drama. by a ghost. I, I think was that. Was she? Yeah. Spoiler alert, that movie's been out for 10 years, but still. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen it. Yeah, if it if it involves possession, I think it's safely affixed in the horror category. Well, that's the one with Halle Berry, right? Where she's yeah, in a, and it's got a ton of jump scare. It's yeah. definitely a horror. It's got Robert Downey Jr. in it. Yeah, yeah. It's been a long time since I've seen that. Yeah, it's it's really good. It's, and it's it's got a bunch of. It was like in a scary part of the the movie. And you know when you watch horror movies, you got to turn the volume way up. Yes. We had the PA system on. I mean, we were blasting in here, and all of a sudden this line starts roaring, like in the middle of the movie. And we looked at each other like, what the hell? And I was, we were both on the other side of the room, away from the computer. The movie she had paused on Netflix started playing. Oh. Just out of nowhere. That's kind of funny. Oh, another thing uh, we need to announce is we have, a ghost, we have ghost hunting equipment now. We've got a bunch of ghost hunting yeah, equipment. Yeah, I bought one thing, and you bought like... Everything else. You bought everything there is to buy just about. No, the only thing we don't have right now is a spirit box. Didn't you say they sent you two of everything you ordered? No. What they did is when I ordered the first batch, it was supposed to have been delivered that Monday. Well, it kept saying delivered on Amazon. 
I checked the tracking. Everything said delivered. So I gave them the next day. I was like, ah, you know, I'll check on it Tuesday. So uh, Amazon's got this cool uh, customer service thing on chat. So you can just chat with them. You don't have to call them. You ain't got to go through email. And everything gets resolved a lot quicker. So I was doing that. And they were like, all right, look, uh, give us till the end of, of business Wednesday. I was like, okay, I, I can do that. So when Thursday morning come around and I still didn't have anything, when I got back to work, I pulled them back up and uh, was telling them about it. So they was like, look, all right, we will just refund all your money. And I said, yeah, do that because I'm just going to go ahead and rebuy everything. And that's why I was asking if I could have it shipped to your house. So all that said and done, I get everything reordered. It gets delivered to your house. And then my packages finally show up. Like almost two weeks late. Yeah, so I know I, I checked the mail. Chat, and I told them, I said, hey, uh, look, I, I don't know what to do. These packages, they finally came in. Do, uh, do I need to send everything back? And the lady owner was like, nah, nah, you're okay. Just uh, everything's been refunded. You've already reordered. Just keep them. Awesome. That worked, like, that worked out. Hello. I know you. I checked the mail because I was expecting some packages in for me. And I was like, yay, my packages finally came in. Like, I have one order right now that's just stuck in Tennessee. It's just sitting there. It's been sitting there like two weeks. I hadn't moved uh, according to the tracking. But anyway, I was like, yay, my stuff finally came in. It had your name on all of this stuff. I was like, well, damn it. Psych. And I've also ordered, which anybody out there that does ghost hunting or watches the ghost hunting shows, uh, I bought all the stuff to build our own motion capture camera, which they call it a SLS camera. Oh, that reminds me. I did I did buy two things. I got the motion detector. Yeah. And the, what was that meter called? Uh, K2 EMF meter. Oh, okay. So we'll have a SLS motion capture camera also to uh, take on hunts with us. You know, Anthony brought up a really good idea, and this is what we're going to do. We're going to stop doing October stuff just in October. We're going to do it all year long and then just save it to air in October. I, you know, I've been wanting to do that forever. I mean, we stay so busy. Yeah. It's really hard for us to get out and do anything. It's not we got a couple of We got a couple of cool things planned. One of our things, that a big thing we were going to do fell through, but we're definitely going to do it next year, and it could easily be – as far as activity in the spot, it could be the most, like, haunted thing we've done or the most awesome thing we've done. Well, that SLS camera, I've seen them use it on one of those YouTube videos. Yeah. Of the place you're talking about. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about then. Yeah, it's a tablet or a monitor. And it they, traces out stuff yeah, that it and sees. it makes a stick figure if, if there's supposedly, air quotes, uh, a spirit or something in front of you. And those things are like four or five hundred dollars. But you can buy the stuff to just make one. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. And you can honestly, all you need is just a uh, Connect three hundred and sixty sensor and a tablet that runs Windows. We're like real life Ghostbusters now. We got proton packs and everything. All we need is a PK meter, a ghost trap. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna. Uh I'm going to get up and let Clint sit here, and I'm going to go make food happen. Yeah. Y'all going to read off a couple happen. of lists. I think Clint's going to wing it, and you've got like 15 of yeah, 10. I'll, 
I, I whittled mine down to 15. I got five honorable mentions. All right, Leonard. Mr. Lonnie C. himself. actually just pulled up on Rotten Tomatoes some of the movies. So, whoa. All right. Yeah, mine, as usual, are going to be in no particular order, except for the, the last one I mentioned is going to be the one that scared me the absolute most recently, which that don't happen. And I also tried to stay away from the cliche ones. That you know that everybody's you know that that scared all but of some us. Some of these, up. some of these, I may have to ask you about because you're fresher on those movies. All right, that's not but, a problem at all. But I'll uh, I'll get into that as we go. Like some of them, I can't remember exactly. Maybe like I, I'll remember the name of the movie, maybe, but I won't remember which, like whether it was part one, part two. Yeah. You know, that that's no problem. So, well, look, you got to talk right in. You've the got this one. You've got more. Than I do, so I'll let you start because I don't even know that I'll have ten. Okay, I would start off with uh, Jaws from nineteen seventy-five, the original. Well, that was actually one of mine too. (laughs) We're going to have a bunch of crossovers. Well, I had like three that I was going to put in one. So you go ahead and tell me about Jaws, and then I'll. It was just the movie that I wanted. It was just the fact about a great white shark. Yeah. We was going to the beach. I was talking about it earlier. We were going to the beach the next weekend when I was a kid. And this was, I'm going to say, early 80s. And I was afraid to go to go put my feet in the water. It was like you always, too. And you were a kid, right? Yeah, I was. So in every six, one of those type movies. Old, maybe. In every one of those type movies, they always showed the little kid swimming around in the floaty. Oh, the floaty. And you always yeah. think somebody. Because they did it on Meg, too. That was, yep. an, that was another one that I. And, uh. Deep blue, and they also you know on all three of those I was going to kind of throw together just yeah. because they're all so similar movies. But they did it on Jaws, Meg they did it on Piranha, movie. you know, yeah. uh, all those type movies. So that's that's kind of like, and you always see the little kid swimming around in the floaty that can barely like a bobber, get he just disappears. Yeah, yeah. I was afraid to be that kid because I was. A, and like today, we were. I actually watched. Uh, <laughs> I actually watched Meg with my with uh. Two of my kids were in there watching Meg with me today, and uh, my youngest was in there. And when when the little dog is swimming, oh yeah, <laughs> and my little four year old was like, "Swim, puppy, swim!" And I was like, "He's not gonna make it." I was trying to warn him. He did him make up it though, it, didn't so. he? No, it never showed it. Yeah, that's he right. was swimming it and it never showed it. Like yeah. it didn't show whether he got killed, like it ate the dog or not. So, but yeah, Jaws was one of mine too. Uh, and some of mine aren't really so much uh, horror movies. It's just stuff, well, that's stuff just, in them that creep me yeah, out. Yeah, that's the thing know? about this list. It's, it's not situational. technically too. the top horror movies that scared us. It's the top ten movies. Yeah. Now, I am going to say... Or maybe scenes from a movie. Yeah. That, you know, if you break it down that tight. mine is horror movie, so... Yeah, go uh, again. Go ahead. I'm going to say the next one wasn't a movie. It was a miniseries, but Kingdom Hospital... Oh, I remember that. I love that mo- that show. Yeah. I love it. But there's certain scenes in it still today that just, you kind of get them goosebumps. You're like, ooh. Starting to kind of looking around in the corners and stuff. 
Yeah, exactly. Well, that was that kind of brings me the one of them on my list was uh, a show. It's like the Hill House, you know, that came out Haunted on the Netflix. Hill House. Yeah, that was and good. Uh, you know, they went in when they when they made the movie and they put I think it was supposed to be thirteen different ghosts in the movie that that's not part of the movie that you're just well, supposed to kind of catch. Well, there was you know the clockmaker. He was and, or the repairman, but he was in every episode. But nobody ever recognized him. But I love the scenes that they use, the one-shot scenes. Yeah. To where it doesn't have a cut scene in them. Oh, yeah. I just thought, and then, like, when when you go by and, like, nobody's there, and then it cuts back, and it's one continuous scene. Not a cut scene, but it's one continuous scene, and you go back, and there's, like, a ghost standing there or a dead person standing there. But like nobody, that, nobody, that was one of mine too. Yeah, like, nobody like realizes it. I love no, that. I love it. Yeah, like they that didn't even good. see that. Uh, and then um, one of mine kind of goes back, and it's kind of a situational thing. Uh, kind of goes back to like Jaws. It's uh, Lake Placid with the alligators. That because it's kind of the same way about whether because you know we live we don't live close to the beach but we live close to rivers that, we live we close got, to lakes and everybody goes that we go swimming to ponds here. lakes and rivers swimming and that kind of worries you a little bit about the alligators you know and that does living on the river I mean that one's not really you know if we'd have watched if that had come out when we were young and swimming we actually probably in those never creeks and stuff would yeah, ever have gotten in a cow and, pond or a yeah. creek or anything. Yeah, because we didn't care when we were kids. No. I mean, we didn't worry about bugs or, or snakes or any. And they'd be right there beside or whatever. <laughs> we didn't care anything about that. We'd go canoeing in anything, or we'd go swimming in anything, or fishing anywhere. And uh, all right, well, my next one really messed my head up as a kid. It's called Dolls. They come out in 1987. It's, I don't know that uh, I were, there were so many of those dot. There was Puppet Master and well, no, no, Demonic no. Toys. Puppet Master. And, those were those and, are a little bit different. This uh, this toy maker. Well, I guess it'd be on the same lines as Puppet Master, but this toy maker and his wife had this huge house, and uh, this family broke down in a storm, and they go up to the house. Well, then some other people come up that's going to try to rob the house. Oh. I'm, and this lady gives the little girl a doll because her stepmama, like, taking throws hers away. But, uh, yeah, and the dolls possessed. But all these dolls in this house were possessed by criminals that they that, that have been killed. Okay. That, Dude, that's the reason I hate dolls to this day. That kind of puts me on my next one, too, then, since I'm winging it anyway. But uh, what was the movie? Was it? Long Night of the Scarecrow, where the guy had like Down syndrome and he killed the little girl. Night of the Scarecrow. Dark is it Dark Night? Yeah, I thought it was Long Night of the Earth. Wasn't there one also about scarecrows called the, the the town that feared sundown or something like that too? I don't know if that was necessarily scarecrows, or but anyway, if it was something though, that possessed. Uh, the, the movie about scarecrows, man, that kind of like freaks you out a little bit about. Because my grandma, my grandparents had a, they they ran a farm and they yeah. had big scarecrows. So I was always freaked out at their house, you know. What, well, that kind of what's these scarecrows gonna do? And I've even had nightmares about scarecrows. Yeah. I mean, like that's that's how deep it ran. Well, that kind of falls um, in line with everybody's, you know, children of the corn. Yeah. Another one, yeah. I, that's the it, same that's, way. It's not on my list. I took it all. Well, I had one Stephen but, King. 
on mine, and it was Cujo because of uh, it's like after that movie came out, it was another situational thing. Yeah. After that movie came out, everybody was freaking scared of St. Bernard's or whatever Cujo they was were, you know, like, and that's one of the reasons a I big was terrified slobbery, of nasty St. Bernard, man. You were just freaked out by them after that, oh, yeah. But that was on mine, you know, that was one my one Stephen King that I put on there, so uh. Ghoulies, 1985. Ghoulies. I love that movie. Dude, I love now, those Critters and Ghoulies. Now both. it's funny to watch. But yeah, because it was so then, cheesy. But, yeah. Like I said, uh, that was 85. Back then, though, you think about it, man. Like eight years old, seven years old. The weird, the weird puppeteering is part of what made it spooky. You know what I mean? It was like when we were watching... Uh, yeah. Fright Night last week. Like, the weird puppeteering and the twisting of the face and stuff. that, that It almost made it creepier. That that makes it creepier. Yeah. So, like, Ghoulies is one of those type. It's like the, the weird puppeteering. Is, and the whole popping up it, out of the toilet. Yeah. Oh, man. That makes it even freakier. Like Yeah. yeah. That, that, uh... I mean, because who's not scared of puppets, man? Like, no, I'm not talking about Sesame Street puppets, but those weird Croft puppets and stuff. Oh, uh, the marionette yeah. dolls. Yeah, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Those... those like, some of them on Mr. Rogers was even creepy, man. Oh, yeah. And they were just the finger puppets. Yeah. Uh. But the ones with, like, the ceramic heads and stuff, some of those were just creepy. So. Uh, well, who went? You went, right? Yeah, so it'd be you. <coughs> Another one that I think was creepy that, that kind of freaked me out, and I'm not afraid of snakes, but there was a movie back probably late 80s, I figure, early 90s maybe, called The Curse. And it was a really cheesy movie about snakes, but I know I think in the movie that one come out in the mid, early to mid nineties. It might have been, but I know they were going down the road, and like all of a sudden you could just see black across the road, and they didn't know what it was. They thought it, you know, like you yeah. see weird stuff on the road anyway, you know, tar and stuff and gas fumes and stuff. So they get up to it, and it's like just this hundred foot block of the road is just covered, like completely covered in these twisting snakes. And, like, they're running over them, and the snakes are jumping up and biting at the wheels and biting at the uh, at the axle and everything. So, Dude. I know that one That one did kind of, like, I know I'm not even afraid of snakes, but when I went to bed that night, I, like, made sure. I looked under the bed. You, you know, made, made sure, sure there's no, no snakes. snakes under my bed, <laughs> you know. So, But that was my next one. And All right, well, I'm going to kind of stick with the whole doll theme. The Dead Silence that came out in 2007. About the Mary, about the marionette dolls. Yeah, oh, those are creepy, man. Oh Pinocchio, that weird Pinocchio movie. That movie scared me. Yeah, and the doll thing is one of the few that has scared me in the last twenty years. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of that way too. I mean, there's some creepy movies. There's some. Yeah, there's some. Creepy well, you know, they movies. went into the gross thing for a while. But you know, that don't bother me. And the that gore, don't bother me. The gore stuff. The slasher and then, type does not. bother And then me. they went into the. The whole after Blair Witch came out, and then they did uh, footage, and yeah, yeah. and then they kind of did that, and then they kind of did the whole uh, haunting thing where you know they tried to make it look look real. Which I ain't gonna lie, dude. Video footage. That movie was scary. It was creepy. I mean, I had actually thought about putting that on my list, and it, you know, and a lot of people thought it was real. That's what I think. That's what made it creepier. Was like I had before I had actually seen the movie. 
I had saw those guys that played in it on MTV and knew that it was uh, well. It see, was all we fake, didn't. We watched it in the theaters. I didn't go to the theaters. I waited a little while, and we and, didn't have Google and, and and all that readily available like we do now. So, by the time the movie came out, and it the, was in theaters. The second Blair Witch was, still, was a little oh, creepy too. I mean, it like creepy, it was nowhere it was near stupid. like the first one. It wasn't like the first one. It was it was dumb, but it did have some creepy parts yeah. and. Uh, I don't know. Is that back to you again? We'll, we'll uh, go with another one. It don't matter. Uh, I think we're talking back and forth anyway. The Conjuring, so. man. The, the Conjuring, Conjuring was just yeah. an all-around spooky, creepy movie. And I don't know if it's... Well, uh, they say it was based on, you know, Ed and... Uh, oh, I can't think of her name now. I mean, the original Ghost Hunters? Yeah, yeah. But... I, yeah, that movie just kind of. Well, I listened to uh, the whole basement scene. Whenever they what's fell the, in the show, basement. Coast to Coast or whatever. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They interview those guys on there yeah. sometimes, and I I actually listened before I watched that movie. I didn't even know that that movie was about them. It's like Ed and then, Noreen. Or Ed Noreen, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, but I listened to a couple of their interviews on there because uh, it comes out early, early in the yeah. morning. You know, West Coast. It's and coast to coast. Yeah, uh, with Ed. Oh, I can't hell, remember. I can't think of his name. But anyway, either. I had listened to a couple of the interviews with them. You know, and them talking about all that before I saw that movie, and then I was like, and uh. So that made it even creepier. Oh, and I knew it was creepy, all real people. You know, another like, creepy spot in that was that tree out by the lake in the backyard. And you're just like staring at it, and all of a sudden there's like somebody hanging from it. So yeah. Bam, yeah. it's right in your face. You're like, ah! That was a creepy again? movie for a newer one. Yeah. You know, most of the newer ones don't make it on my list most of the time. Uh, now, there was just a... Uh, there's one movie that I had that's not a horror movie at all. But there was a creepy scene in it, and it kind of made me give up eating certain foods for a little while. Was a uh, golden child? Do you remember they were feeding Eddie Murphy? Yeah, yeah, you remember they were feeding the kid like oatmeal, right? And yeah, you remember he walked in and pushed and into it, and blood, and blood come, come out, out of it. Of it. Yeah. Man, I didn't want to eat oatmeal for like months after that, dude. I, I was like, man, I'm not eating this oatmeal. There's gonna be blood up under there oh, when that I movie smush was it. So good, man. But it's not even a scary movie, but that yeah. was a creepy part that I remembered in a movie. And uh, I'll go along the same topics and go along with the next one. It's like, you know, when I was a kid, they would tell you, if you got stabbed by a pencil, you were going to die of lead poisoning, lead poisoning, right? I remember that. <laughs> and even though, even when we were kids, they wasn't using real lead no, and pencils. Graphite, you know, but we back didn't then. know any but, better. But our parents always told us, if you got, well, uh, this is where I said I'll have to ask you, was it Evil Dead 2? When he stabbed him with the pencil and his whole leg just started turning black. It was Wasn't one that, and two. Was it? And he it, stabbed that, him that with scene, a pencil. That scene was, was one of the ones they kept and redone. That was so crazy, man. Yeah. It was like, that always, I was like, yep, mama was right. That, that kid, <laughs> that, that guy's got lead poisoning now. He's dead. He's a goner. Well, I had that one, I had that one on my list and I took it off. But since you mentioned it. I'm and then the bring, tree, of course. The tree with the well, woman. That was a little bit... The part that got me the most was... Remember, he had to cut up his girlfriend. Yeah. And he took and buried her. Yeah. I then, like... I don't know if lightning or what it was. I might be thinking about Army of Darkness, but... 
her body yeah, like all those kind of get twisted together. up because they, like you said, they re they reused a lot of it yeah. in all three of the movies. So. But then her body comes back together and she's just a skeleton and she's dancing out in the woods behind the shed. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that freaked me. And out. it's another thing where we were talking about the weird, the weird puppeteering. It was the just same thing. It was cheesy, weird puppeteering, but it was still it was scary. like that's what made it scary. Yeah. It was the weird ass way they would dance and the cuts. You know, like almost a claymation type. It, it was just stop motion awesome. type yeah. stuff that they would do. Like that made those movies creepier for us back then. Now you look at it and it's like it's just cheesy. comical and, and it's cheesy, funny. But but yeah. But back then I was like, we got creeped out over that. And I mean, it was part of that. That was part of it. Was the weird puppeteering and the weird stop motion stuff that they would do, and or sometimes I guess they had robotics and stuff and. Some of the higher tech ones, but yeah, but you had to have a big budget yeah. to have the animatronics. And most, and most horror movies didn't have a very big. And even budget if they did have then. animatronics, it was just for the eyes or maybe Usually, the mouth. Yeah, because uh, for, for the most part, it was just a puppet or somebody wearing a puppet suit of some. Yeah, sort. one of the yeah. All right, I'm going to say, oh, this one, this one creeped me out. Phantasm, nineteen. Phantasm was another one. Tall man. Tall uh, man. That was another one that got me. Uh, I, I didn't even really watch all of those movies because of that. Like, uh, One and two kind of were okay. Yeah. But after that, I think there's five of them. I found them at Walmart in the, in the, it's like a, the $5. I watched a uh, making of the scene where the ball thing comes out of the guy's head. Oh, like, yeah. Digs out, like spins out like a saw blade almost. My dude. Like I watched the making of that. Ball. It was kind of cool like watching that. There was like, a, a killer ball for each kind of kill. One had the drill. Yeah, yeah. And it would spit the blood out. And then mm-hmm. one had the blades. Yeah. One. Did one not have lasers? It might have. Because didn't it cut through one of the doors to get to them? But yeah, dude, that that show was creepy. And following along, kind of along those, especially lines. when you was our age. I said that. I said that come out in what seventy nine. Yeah, because I was I was young when I watched it. I don't know. And I, I'd have been like so. six or seven when we finally watched it. But kind of stayed along those lines was uh, Hellraiser. Hellraiser had some scenes that kind of creeped me out yeah. when I was a kid. The first one. The first. Now one. by the by the second third one, it just kind of got. You know when it, that portal opened. I, I don't want to say cheesy, but different. You know, it was a different type of. Mo- yeah, all yeah. of them. Now that part was kind of. You're like, oh my god, you. But the first one was more basic, and I think that's what kind of creeped me out a little bit more. It was about the box and what yeah. happened when yeah. he. It was the killer. Yeah, the from the serial that. killer. Yeah. yeah, and how he got turned into Pinhead. That was just awesome. All right, I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna change it up just a little bit. Uh, well, actually, this here will be my. I'm this will pull, be my number one right here. I'm gonna pull my phone back out. And I'm gonna and look tell through. you, this movie scared the absolute shit out of me, and I watched it two, three years ago. It came out in 2016. It's the autopsy of Jane Doe. Oh. I've, wow! I, I don't know that I've seen that. I oh, remember hearing about it. You need though. to watch it. It's it's kind of on the lines of a haunting, uh, but it's kind of on the lines of I really wouldn't say a possession, but like a uh, evil haunting sort of thing. Uh, and wow, dude, that that movie was just great. Well, then, uh, 
like it's like we were talking about we had we kind of kept the cliche stuff so the the other one is a, a kind of a you know like y'all were just talking about going ghost hunting and stuff yeah. well like my mom was always one of them was like don't don't tempt that stuff because you can bring something back with you that's always so like a possibility. all the possession movies like exorcist and those type movies horrifying like, I, I mean we tried to stay away from cliche on this list but well that and everybody type movies man too. are like the the possession type like that's one of the things that really creeps me out because it's it like could happen yeah you can go through and find documents of people who's been possessed and like what the Catholic Church did with them and then like that type of stuff or even just it's, history, you yeah, know. Just throughout history itself. And of course we live in the South. So like we Bible hear belt people. Yeah, so we hear like tall tales and people, you know, about everything yeah, anyway. So everybody's grandma or mama, like you said, is don't be tempting them ghosts. Them, yeah. Them, them will get they you. They can come back with you. They'll you never know you. when it's a demon or a ghost or which to, with my and grandma, everything was a demon. <laughs> yeah, everything's a demon. Yeah, that's that's another thing about the Bible Belt too. Yeah, everything's a demon. You know. All right. Well, the rest of mine are honorable mentions. Go ahead and name them off. That's, I'm uh, kind of done. 2010 Insidious. Insidious. The only <laughs> thing that really, really scared me or creeped me out about that movie is Darth Maul face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How he would just pop up out of nowhere and just be like, boogie, boogie, boogie. Well, I mean, and, I, that was another thing I tried, like, like we were trying to avoid cliche stuff. And I tried to, like, I work in, I work in uh, pest control now. Well, like, my little mouse stations, right? They have, uh, I've been telling everybody over the last month or two that I'm going to die because of a lizard. Because every time I open these little mouse stations... You think it's a snake? No, there'll be a lizard in there, and it'll jump out. And I scare it when I open them, so they jump out and take off running. And it scares you. Well, it's, I know they're going to be there. Yeah, even knowing that those scare. lizards are going to be in there. And it, they don't get hurt. They go in there because bugs go in there. They go in there to get the bugs. And yeah. then, of course, you know, the well, that, mice go in there rain. to eat the... the I mean, they'll you know. go in there. And so every day, so I try to kind of block out the jump scares, you know, because those are in everybody. That's what I was talking about in, when we were talking about Jaws and Meg and stuff was the jump scares. And so I tried to kind of weed some of that out because... Yeah, I tried to leave the jump scares out. Because that's in all horror movies, you know, when they have the cat come out. The, the random cat you haven't seen the whole movie just, just jumps out of an empty closet. Yeah. You know, they do those tricks all the time because, well, that's... They can actually take... Like, I've noticed, like... In the last 20 years, like, they'll film the audience. And they can have those. That It doesn't have to be a big scene. As long as it's a jump scare and the audience jumps. Well, everybody's watching it's going, oh, I like that. You know, awesome. that's going to be yeah. awesome. You know, and it might just be a cat jumping out of a closet Maybe. that scared them. But that's always a good thing, too. So I tried to kind of stay away from that and just went more with, like, what, what was creepy. Yeah. You know, just creepy stuff. Well, so. this one, the next two are everybody's list more or less of course the original it in 1990 what oh wow yeah and, and there's there's not even just one spot for it and i was terrified of clowns for a long time because of that and uh killer clowns from outer space those two <laughs> movies man clowns never bothered me but now i mean they it was creepy 
I, I by the time I watched, I think I was older before I watched Killer Clowns from Outer Space, so I found it more humorous. Uh, it was. I found the humor in it when more. I finally watched and it, and I think again. I was a little bit older, but like it, you're right though. And until the very end, it kind of threw me off at the end of the it, original. It's a Stephen King ending. It just peters yeah, out. Yeah, it did. There's like no way to come back from everything you just come through. So he's just like, eh. Let me throw this on there. Let me you just know. do this. It's like, yeah. And then we got the original, I mean, horror, everybody's The Shining. Oh, yeah, that's another one. That was just a creepy movie all together, All together. Man. And the twins, dude, that's one of the reasons I hate Oh, speaking of, have you seen the previews for The Stand, the new uh, series? No, I haven't. It looks so good, man. I don't even, I'm not a huge Stephen King fan, oh, but The Stand series looks really good. I mean, I've watched all of Stephen King. I loved him when I was a kid. But it seems like now his he's he writes his books too quick or yeah. something, and then or they make they've gotten to where they just turn everything into you know everything he throwing, does. His son's good too, though. And just seeing what Steve you know, we were talking about Hill House. That's his yeah. son. Uh, oh yeah, that is his yeah, son. Right. And you know now and he that, was in the movie. That new one's out. And uh, uh, the he was actually of Bly Manor. It just come out on yeah. Netflix. Yeah. I started watching it last night. That's uh, but what's his name? Joe Hill. Is that right? Joe Is that Hill. what he goes by? Yeah, he's good. I mean, I've I've taken a liking to some of his stuff, but all right. Now these next two come out in the same year: An American Werewolf in London. Yeah. And The Howling. Both of those, I remember those coming both out the of same. Them. Yep. Those the the and both of them are more, creepy. The yes, the, the changeovers in the. No, the changeover. Yeah, I guess when I watched it because I was young. The, yeah, the that was me. Transformation was like really scary, but when he wakes up in the bed out in the middle of the woods, and all of a sudden it's just a werewolf that just like comes running out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like really, really quick. Yeah, yeah. It, it was more of a jump scare, but at the same time, it was a holy crap. Well, one of my left off of my list was. Uh, the original Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. You know, and I think it was because it was black and white and that creepy, you know, back then that the sound quality was terrible. Yeah, and that, I think that, that was part of sound. it was the, the whole terrible sound quality and the black and white was what made it creepy. Yes. I think that was part of it. But I kind of left that off the list just because it was cliche, like you said. Well, so, I really wouldn't but consider that, is, that as much a cliche because, I mean, you are talking about the original I mean, that's where everything started. It's really you know, started that's the, where the whole everything, zombie, even in that to now. Yeah, I mean, like every genre. zombie movie you see now is George Romero. Just, I mean, when he when he wrote that, I don't think he knew what kind of impact he was fixing to have. I know, I know. the world. And I mean, you can go back and look at other, uh, like we just watched last week, uh, Plan Nine from Outer Space. Yeah. Just for the cheesiness value of it, we watched it last week and. Uh, I mean, you can go back. There is zombie movies before that, but he was the one that brought it mainstream, where it wasn't just completely really, cult. Really, from outer space. <laughs> that wasn't really zombies as it much was, as just the but it, dead was, it was just rising. more reanimated. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, they but there was zombie movies before Night of Living Dead. It's just, but he was the one that brought them to the forefront, to where they wasn't just like a cult. Yeah thing it was like a mainstream exactly so like i mean that's where you get now walking dead you know like uh world war z everything that comes Dude, out now is, a came from that movie yeah. you know so 
Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead. Oh, yeah, they come out like in the Mall 80s, of man. The they, dead. Yeah. Uh, I mean, anything you could throw a zombie in, and they would make a movie yeah. about it. You and know? then they did trilogies of them. Of all of them, yeah. Yeah, it, it got ridiculous. But, I mean, it, they were good for what they were. Oh, yeah. And then you got spinoffs like Shaun of the Dead, which was pretty cool. Which is awesome. That's, that's one of my all time favorite yeah, movies. Yeah, I love that movie. Well, folks, that's our, uh, our, I would say top 10, but I mean, that's our 10 plus list. <laughs> yeah, we just, I just kind of winged it. Mark doesn't like it when I wing it. I could have won. But you know me. It, but man. But you know me, like, I can talk. So I don't yeah. have to write stuff down because I know how to talk. And, you know, everybody knows me knows I love to talk. So it doesn't. Well, that, and I started <laughs> with 25. And you had to weed. And I had to weed it down. Yeah. And I finally got down to 15. I was like, dude, there's nothing else to take off. And Mark's like, all right, well, you got five honorable mentions. I'm like, all right, dude. There you go. <laughs> that works. Well, I think well, I don't even know how many we did. I just talked in, in between right, Well, we years. did 15, so, but so, we, we talked about other movies. In well, it, I kind of so. clumped some of them together, too. Yeah. You know, like the, the Jaws-type movies, you I know. Mean, that's fine. Jaws, Meg, and all that. Because, I mean, like, if you just break those down, you're going to have the same scare out of each one. Yeah. You know, and like we did kind of the dolls all together, except like the conjuring and the Annabelle stuff to me is not like. And see, the Annabelle was scary, but again, that's kind of a cliche in our group because. But let me tell you one thing that did scare me when I was a kid, and it was from the. Well, I would say probably Puppet Master was the one I probably watched the most when I was a kid, but my grandmother. Had made all the all of her grandkids Cabbage Patch Kids. Well, we were mostly boys. Yeah, there was some girls, so she made them regular Cabbage Patch Kid dolls, you know. So she made them for us, but she made Mr. T Cabbage Patch Kids. <laughs> well, mine. The thing about it is, she painted the eyes on right, so she painted them white, <laughs> like bright ass white eyes on these things. Oh wow! And and my mom thought it was fancy because my grandmother made them to hang them on my wall. Right above my bed, so oh, I would wake up and see no. these white ass eyes from this Mr. T Cabbage Patch kid. Just staring at you. And all you could see at night was these white eyes just looking down at you. So that was always so the doll thing did kind of creep me out because of that. <laughs> you know, I didn't have a lot of dolls because you know we just it, I, I kept action figures. My action figures never scared me, but like I never had a lot of dolls but that one did creep me out like that Mr. Ooh. T cuz it would hang over my bed and all you could see when I looked just up was eyes. white ass eyes looking oh, at me wow. you know staring down at me so and see my grandmother and my mom they collected dolls my grandmother before she yeah, see, passed I got lucky I didn't have any girls in my family well, before my, my grandmother mom didn't passed, collect anything like that she had a doll room and it was the spare creepy, bedroom man. that's crazy so when I'd go over there I would stay in that bedroom yeah, I told that's her, I was creepy. like, no, I will sleep on the couch. <laughs> um, I cannot sleep in I don't blame room. you, man. I don't, I'm serious. Like, those porcelain-faced dolls are creepy. And they are porcelain, and they're the, and the real. Yeah, and they're old, so one, they're dirty. Well, you know, they're all dirty. Made, and You can take the, a baby picture and then send it off, and they will make a, a doll that looks like that baby picture. Oh, so see? she had one of all of us grandkids. <laughs> See, that's scary, man. At different that's, stages. Some of them were babies. Some of them were more, you know, yeah, a year, two-year-old, yeah. toddler time. And it was just See, that's creepy. creepy. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have stayed in that room Well, either. when she passed, my mom got all, well, not all of her dolls. It kind of got split between all the, the granddaughters and granddaughters. But mama ended up getting a bunch of them. And I told her, I was like, mama, 
I'm not coming over anymore. Do not have them set up in the living room. So I will say, like, my kid, I bought one of my kids this big, huge Spider-Man doll, right? Stuff thing. It's, it's a big, huge, big-headed Spider-Man. Well, I've got my, like, my youngest one has a little fold-out chair uh-huh. that we set in the living room. And when he's not there, I just throw it beside the TV. So he was leaving one night or one day, and he was playing with that big Spider-Man. So when he left, he just threw it in that chair. Oh. <laughs> well, I didn't realize he threw it in that chair. I come home late that night, you know, lights are out, and I just see, like, it's the size of a toddler, you know. But I see this toddler sitting in that chair, and it freaked me out. Because like, I'm whoa, like, wait a gone. minute. I was like, oh, that's Spider-Man. Let me chill out just a minute. But that kind of stuff will get you, man. It will. And that's, that's from those doll movies. I mean, that's the from doll movies all those doll movies when I was a kid. So. And see, there was doll movies in the, I want to say, 70s. Or it doesn't really have to be dolls. It could be uh, like... Well, there uh, was a one called Mannequin. Not to be confused with the, the that romantic comedy Mannequin. But this, this oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was uh, like a horror movie Mannequin. Yeah, and this came yeah. out in the, the mid-70s. And it was weird. Well, it doesn't even have to be a doll, man. Like you said, a mannequin. Or like it could be an actual kid. Like a little toddler. Like from like a... Kids are scary. You know, movies. yeah, like... And I stayed away like from Pet this Cemetery. And, I mean, the kid Gage. in Pet Cemetery. There's nothing creepier than Gage in Pet but Cemetery. Damien man, the Omen. So. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Like, kids are scary, man. And, like, they always prove, like, they prove that in every movie, too. Like, even the modern movies, like, uh, The Ring and stuff. You yeah. know, they have the creepy girl with the hair down in her face. And the, well, you know, that was one of the know. reasons The Shining was so scary to me. Yeah, the kids. The yeah, exactly. The twins. Yeah, because they were creepy. Come or play, uh, come play with us. What was the uh, what was the one where everybody the, the perfect kids, the little blonde kid, Village of the Damned. Yeah, yeah. Like that was creepy. The, you know, the kids original, just because they were so the per- remake. so perfect. Like those kids are. Yeah, wasn't uh, Nicole Kidman in one of those or? I, I think the remake or something. Remake. I can't remember. I can't remember. It it, it does kind of. But anyway, like we're it. rattling now. That was our list. So, I mean, we could just sit here and talk back and forth about oh, creepy so we stuff talk all horror night. Movies forever. But, but that was our somewhat of a list, I guess. Yeah. Mark will be mad at you, me because I winged it. Let, you, let <laughs> us know what you like. Let us know what you didn't like. Now you can call the new. Voice yeah, man. Y'all line. give us a list. That's that's it's what we like to hear. We'll six, read six, off y'all's two. list. Seven six seven four four eight seven. Uh, you can call it or you can text it, and you can stay at I'll take, I'm gonna take my phone and like look up those numbers and see if we can make something cool out of those numbers. Oh, put it like a, a yeah a name or something like to a six six two seven six seven something something. You know burger. Yeah, Which we're gonna have to. Burger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look at the numbers and see if we can figure We're going to write down some codes and see if we have All something right. we can just throw out there. Just something we can throw out there. So people can remember that number easier. But all right, folks. All right, Mark will be back on to give you an, an outro. But for now, we're heading out to watch this creepy movie, Mark told us. And uh, eat burgers. Eat. <laughs> yeah, we're always eating on it. Like a basketball. Bounce. Are you, are you good? I don't know, am I? Like a basketball. Yeah. Bounce, bounce. Check, bounce. Bounce that check. Like a basketball. I bet people don't even know what bounce checks are anymore because people don't use checks. Uh, they just know, know what overdrawn means. Well, a lot of people still use checks. Uh, no. Older people do. 
much older people. I mean, I'm an older people, and I haven't signed a check. And hell, I've been out of checks since like '97. Dude, I write checks at least twice a month. That's how I pay a lot of my. That your ass can't cash. Oh no, they they don't bounce. <laughs> if they bounce, that means I ain't got no power, no water. <laughs> Dude, I pay all my bills online, all at one time. As soon as that payday rolls around, they get on the computer. Click, 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 click. Bills paid. Done. Well, electric bills do like the second week. So that normally comes out of my first paycheck along with truck payment. So I have to I have to divvy my stuff up. Auto pay is great, but you got to be careful. If you set too many things up on auto pay, you like forget about some oh, of them. Oh, yeah. And then it'll sneak up on you at an inopportune time, like when you're trying to check out at Walmart. And then some $300 something came through, and you're like, yikes. Yeah, my insurance comes through on auto pay, and it always sneaks up on me. Let me check this audio. Take All two. right, let's wrap this episode up and bring it home. I've had this done for a while. I just haven't done the outro. I'm at least two days late on uploading it, and if I don't hurry and get it done today, we're going to run into the next episode, which starts tonight. We start recording tonight because we're going on location to a couple of places. We're going to take all of our ghost hunt equipment with us and uh, our newly acquired toys. Well, the only thing we won't have with us tonight will be the uh, SLS ghost capture cam. I thought you said you got picked up the power adapter for it. Oh, I've got everything for it except for the mount. The mount won't be here till Wednesday. Oh, you got to have like a thing to put it all together? You do. I mean, you can. Do, I, I could have built something for it. But, dude, I just ain't had the time. Yeah. And since everything came in during the week, I just, like I said, I hadn't had time to throw together anything. You know, I don't know anything about that thing yet. I mean, I've seen it in use on, on videos. But the thing I like about it is you, you can't say that it's uh, not legit because you're using the Xbox Connect, which isn't even made, like, meant for ghost hunting. Yeah. Well, it's, and it's kind of funny. I was reading the story on how it became what it is. Uh, it actually became what it is because of Paranormal Activity, that that movie. One of the movies shows uh, they had an Xbox Connect hooked up, and it was picking something up in the background. Well, this other guy watched that and was like, hey, you know, we see that all the time, and Microsoft calls it glitches, which it, it will glitch on you. It'll give you a false positive, like if you're in a corner or if it's a, a, a hard angle. But, yeah, it, it came about by accident off a movie, and the guy was just like, hey, check this out, and he started doing it. Yeah, because if you buy, like, a a piece of paranormal investing investigation equipment. Well, you that's, know, there's that's, really no such thing. I know, but like if you did buy something that was built to help you find ghosts, you almost kind of think like the skeptic side of your brain thinks it might be a little too forgiving. Yeah. So that it, so that they would just so they could sell it. Yeah. But being that this isn't even meant for hunting ghosts, uh, if you see something on it, I'm gonna say that gives it a little more street cred yeah if you will and you know that's still something else i was reading which i've known about this for a long time but every piece of equipment 
paranormal hunters, ghost hunters, whatever you want to call them, use was made for something else. Yeah. Our EMF cam or EMF meters, our K2 meters, night vision. Well, my that motion that motion detector I bought, I had one in my driveway just to let me know when somebody was coming down the driveway. But I mean, ghost hunters use them because if you set one up and the alarm goes off and there's nothing there, you know. Yeah. And that camcorder I've got, it's got motion detection on it. So if it detects motion, it'll start recording. Yeah, I mean a lot of sec- my security camera does that. I got a security camera on my property that it'll start filming if it sees something move. And whether it's, it's filmed a lot today. Whether it's <laughs> Yeah. Uh, the only announcement that I wanted to make on this outro because I can't wait till the next episode because I'm so excited about it. Did you know that they have greenlit a Dexter revival? Yeah, uh, we was talking about that at work yesterday. Uh, it's going to be a limited series. I don't know how, what that means as far as how many episodes it's going to be. But they said they're not undoing anything. They're basically just going to clean up the the way the it – because everybody ha- hates the ending. And everybody loved everything but the ending. And so this is going to kind of, I don't know – justify rectify somehow fix that well i think it's just supposed to fill in some gaps a lot of the stuff people didn't like about the ending was just how there was so many holes in it well it's just the fact that he went off and became a lumberjack i mean he could have like uh, spoiler i haven't <laughs> seen it okay it came out <laughs> like 2001 hey i was, no, was a little later than that. watching it all the way up to season four Oh, jeez. I just kind of quit watching it. Well, it's probably about time for you to catch up. Let me just Google that. Season 9 would have been the last one. So this will be season 10, I guess. And I've seen bits and pieces of other seasons. You know, bunches of different episodes. But I wouldn't... Whenever I quit watching it, I just wasn't at a place where I could... Oh, could watch it. So anyway. season eight was the last. I thought it went, I thought it went nine seasons. Twenty thirteen is when season nine. I mean season eight started. So it would have probably finished up that same year or early twenty thirteen or fourteen. So you've had enough time for me not to worry about a spoiler alert. But anyway, this and this is not a spoiler. This is just something I think would be neat. You know how Harry set up the code for Dexter and, and taught him how to do everything, and then Harry still appears throughout the series as like his conscience. His conscience yeah. Um, but what would be cool is, you know, his son, and I keep calling him Oscar. That's the kid from Ghostbusters. Um, wow, how do you remember that? What? The baby from Ghostbusters was Because I'm a Ghostbusters fanatic. There is no way I'd have remembered that. Harrison. Um, little Harrison, you know, he's still like a pretty much an infant. I mean, he's still a baby when the show ends. If they jump ahead in time, because like a lot of times when they when they flash back with Dexter, uh, like Harry training Dexter, he's like, they use the same 
you know, boy actor. Yeah, and it's the same age. He's, right? he's a young. He's he's not a he's not a, a a baby. He's like a kid. Kid. Like I don't know, probably ten at least. He was just like killing animals then. So what if Harrison is ten when this starts up, and Dexter has to become like the Harry and teach him how to do the code? Oh, so you think Harrison is going to become? He could be a, a Dexter. Killer. He could be Dexter too. I don't think they'll do that. I just think that'd be neat. It'd be a, definitely be a different kind of twist on it. Yeah, because, well, you haven't seen it, so I don't want to spoil anything else, but there's a lot of people. It's, it's going to be hard for it to, it's not going to go back the way it was. It just can't. And so you're not going to be able to use a lot of the same, I mean, even the ones that survived. You're not going to be able to use them, really. I don't think. I don't know. It's all just speculation. But just judging by the way it ended, I think it's going to be a lot. Is going to things aren't going to go back to the way they used to be, unless it's in flashbacks. Well, they are really good at doing flashbacks. They yeah. do a lot of them. Um. So that's really all I had to announce, other than. We are starting episode 146 today as we record are you sure? this outro. I thought this was 145. Yeah. We're starting 146 tonight. Oh, tonight. Yeah, yeah. On location. Yeah, I we're all our, these, our, these two episodes are almost like crashing into each other here. But do we want to give them a kind of give them an outline of our location tonight or do we want to wait and see if we actually catch anything yeah because like i said it's like going fishing we may go out there and i mean walk around all night with our meters and nothing happens but we'll still tell them next episode where we went and what we did and and why we went there and give them a good rundown of it in the next episode i have scheduled an interview with dr brown that should be on the next episode as well i've been in touch with him he's got uh new books that he did he had a lot of time during the quarantine to write and he got a lot done, and we're going to talk all about it. And uh, I guess that's it. Let's wrap this up. It's a good episode. Had a lot. Had a lot going on. Yeah, we got a lot going on now. And it was fi- it was filmed. It was recorded over the span of like several days. Like I did that first part by myself, and then it was like two or three days later we did the next, and then it's been two or three days Sunday, or more since then. Did our our top ten. Yeah, and this is Saturday, and we're just now doing the outro. I've been trying to do the outro all week. Yeah, you told me you was going to do it Monday, and then you got busy. I tried every day to do it, including last night. <laughs> but it's done now. We just did it. Thanks for listening to episode 145 of Real Pop Culture. We've been broadcasting live from high atop the first and only floor of the Kill J headquarters at the Kill J Ranch. Love you. Bye. Later. Go to our Patreon page. Like, subscribe, and stuff.